open up your eyes and join me Cause I've been living in the sunshine Having such a nice time Sipping ice coffee as the world dressed by me Living in the sunshine Having such a nice time I won't let the stresses of the world define me, no oh, oh, oh. And it looks like 2020 What? Wait, 2023? Whoa, wait a minute, I'm not that old No, I'm not Age is in the mind, right? Of course it is. So, 2023, a happy new year to everyone who made it because somebody didn't. And let's take a moment to reflect on the fact that we had a lot of time, 365 days, I believe, since we didn't have a leap year, to do a lot of things. But one of the things most of us did not do much of, to be honest, in 2022, we did not rest. Aha! You thought I was going to say something like pray, make you feel guilty, go to church, all that stuff. No, no, no. No, I don't do that. That's not my job. My job is to encourage caregivers. I'm Lorraine Carroll. You're listening to One of 100. What is the one again? Yeah, the very thing we're talking about today. Taking care of yourself by way of the Lord. So how do you do that? Well, first of all, you have to enter, submit, say yes, whatever works for you. I found that yes is powerful, but no is more powerful. Wow, think about that for a while. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Get with me and tell me what you think. Which one is more powerful, yes or no? You have options. Every day we all do. You can be polite or you can be rude. Think about it. Okay, you can be sad or you can be glad. They just happen to rhyme. It's okay. Think about it. This week, what would you like to do with yourself as far as your mentality goes for the new year? Well, for years, many people have this idea that you have to have New Year's resolutions. My favorite part is watching everybody's resolutions crumble. All the people that I've known all my life have so many resolutions. And since childhood, I was blessed to have the opportunity to watch people celebrate the new year at midnight of that new year. And then I felt like, so all of a sudden you're going to change within a minute? (laughs) It just never made sense to me. So for me, as I grew older, I began to realize what's important in life. And to me, what's important is to, first of all, be in the day, and be in the moment. So many times we all get caught up into tomorrow. I said that all year long, 2022, hey, one day at a time. Be in the day. The Lord even gave us a little fussing about that in Matthew 6. He said at Matthew 6, 34, you can look it up, that very last verse. So consider the day. That's what a translation says that I like. Consider the day. Most of us are so caught up in the next week, even next year, 2023, just got here. Well, next year, I'm going to take my... Wait, hold on. You're not going to take anything if you're not alive. Hold tight. Yeah, that's a little scary when you look at it like that, right? Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath and be in the moment. Because when you exhale the breath, that's proof that you're alive for you. There are some people that don't even have that propensity to even realize that they are alive. So since you're alive, take it easy. 
And I decided for 2023, if you'd like to join me, go for it. But it doesn't happen in that minute. At midnight, you know, like, okay, we're in it now, 2023. Yeah, that one minute I decided I'm going to be this laundry list of things and I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to be these things. Hey, hey, too much pressure. I'm a caregiver. I don't have time for that. And someone kind of made fun of me because they were in the home with me as I was taking care of my mother for an assignment that takes about two and a half hours to complete for my mother. And with that assignment are a lot of duties. And they were amazed at me because I used the timer on my phone. And they were kind of teasing me like, wow, do you time everything? I said, no, just my time. And I laughed. I said, did you catch that? Because that's the one thing even the cabillionaires can't buy. They can't buy yesterday. They can't buy last year. They cannot buy the minute that I'm in because they can't afford it. So I came to realize time is so valuable. There was a great song growing up for me about time slipping into the future. I didn't get it then. I just liked the music. But, man, once I became an adult, oh, yeah, I became an adult Christian because learning the eagle stories and hearing about flying like eagles, yeah, that's cool. But when you study it as an adult, it being how eagles soar as opposed to chickens, you know, the old proverb that comes from Africa about chickens not soaring, basically, you can look it up. It's an old African proverb. It's a story about the comparison between the chicken and the eagle. So once I became an adult Christian, I was able to relate to the fact that eagles don't extract a lot of energy. They get on top of a mountain. Now, somebody out there is already begging to differ. You go ahead. I took some time with this for a while. And when it's time for them to soar, think about where they expended their energy. It takes time to get to the top of the mountain because eagles soar from altitudes that are high already. So think about your life. How are you going to be at the top overnight? <laughs> How are you going to get to the top and be number one? Be the best. Have everything you need within seconds. Actually, it takes time. So a part of my own hope, because I resolved not to resolve until I got a little older and said, well, there's nothing wrong with the resolution, technically, by definition, there are are at least, what, 10,600 somewhere in everybody's state, right? Resolutions. Let's think about that. So one concept is to resolve to rest. So with this resolution that I have personally, it's okay to resolve to do this big thing that none of us get to do. We don't do it. Even when people tell us to do it, we have some type of subtle rebellion in our subconscious about this word that I am personally making my own resolution to do one day at a time, and that is rest. Woo! Did she say rest? 
It almost sounds scary. Like, what's that? Maybe like a foreign word. For some people, resting is a little strange, (laughs) especially for caregivers. We don't get any time to rest at all, ever, hardly, most caregivers. If you are a full-time caregiver and you are the only caregiver, you definitely barely get any time to rest. And with resting comes benefits. But most of us won't take advantage of the benefits of rest. So what are those benefits? Well, according to studies, mentally, you get pure refreshment in the mind. Well, you can do the science project work and your own research, but the basics, uh, your brain gets a chance to breathe, which allows your brain to get more oxygen that it needs because people forget it actually needs oxygen. Otherwise, uh, you know what comes next, right, with no oxygen to the brain. If you don't, let me know. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. I can talk to you about some family members, including my mother, and what happens when you don't get oxygen to the brain. So let's take a look at your alternatives. The alternatives to not resting are what? I don't know. I know what they are for me. What I'd like for you to do is assess yourself. I'm not here to judge you because you don't rest enough, but I am here to attest to the fact that if you don't rest, here's what will happen. And I'm telling you what I know because I've been the one hospitalized from not resting, yes, uh, more than once. Whoa, so what was that like? Well, like I said, you don't want to know your ultimate alternatives to not resting, do you? Well, maybe you need to hear it. You die. It's real simple. Death, yes. You can die from not resting, yes. It's scientifically proven, and I've got Bible on it. So if you don't rest, you end up cheating yourself of great opportunities. You cheat yourself of opportunities to thrive, to be excited, to be happy, to be uplifting and inspiring. Think about you being grumpy. How about that? Let's put you in the grump pot seat for a minute. Everybody knows a grump pot. And if you don't know one, find a mirror, talk to yourself long enough until you determine where your grump pot is in you. Yeah, there's one in you. The nicest people can be grumpy at any point, at any time. Most of us use our right brain to actually suppress our grumpiness. And we present presentations of politeness and kindness, especially Christians. I call it fakeness. Fake? Did she say Christians are fake? Yes, sometimes, not always. But we have so much pressure as Christians to be like Jesus. Well, let me tell you, I've learned to be like Jesus. Jesus had the balance. He had it right. He used to get away from the disciples. I mean, hey, let's go to the scriptures, right? You can send me one, your favorite, connect at LorraineCarroll.com, right here on KPRZ, 1210 a.m., You're listening on a podcast, on the radio, wherever you want, but connect at LorraineCarroll.com. I can think of several times when Jesus would get away from his disciples deliberately because he wanted to sleep. He wanted to pray. He wanted to rest. The Bible says it. Now, they didn't want him to go, and that's very much what it's like for us as caregivers. The person for whom we care, they don't want us to leave them My mom barely wants me to go to the store to get her what she needs. Well, how long will it be before you're back? Um, An hour? An hour? Yes. 
Well, aren't you just going to the store? Yes, ma'am. But why is it going to take so long? Well, let's consider that. Walking to the car, let the car warm up maybe two or three minutes. You know, if we want to do it minute by minute, mom, let's take this step by step. In your mind, you just want what you want, and you want it now, like little kids. But for me, it takes time for me to get what you need. Sometimes maybe I have to get ready to go. The people that receive care don't really care. (laughs) But caregivers, you should care. If you're a person giving care, you need to care. That's the one of 100 of this show. So when people see one of 100, they're like, what, is that a percentage? No, it's the one thing a caregiver needs to do every day. And you would think it would be rest, right? But what I've come to realize is that Resting is actually a requirement for me as a Christian, yes, and me as a caregiver. So I'm a Christian caregiver. What about the people that are not Christian caregivers? Actually, I have a friend that's Jewish that has come into full-time caregiving. He's a man that has to take care of his wife that he's been married to for several years, over 40. And all of a sudden, she's in a predicament and a situation for which they cannot predict how long this will be. Is this going to be ongoing for weeks, months, years? We don't know. So we take life one day at a time. But as I told him, the best thing I can offer you is my experience because we don't compare care. So how do you not compare care? I don't go embossing that man telling him how to take care of his wife. That's not my job. I can, however, encourage him to take care of himself. That's the first thing you've got to do. Now, he's Jewish. So do I go proselytizing this Jewish man? Mm, Not quite. What I do is I testify, kind of like in court. This is my experience. This is what has worked for me. So here are my top five. I get some support. Now, my means of support is prayer, reading the Bible, you know, that's what I do. Okay, yeah, that's fair. He might not read the Bible, fine, or he might. He might decide, well, let me see what she's reading. This man of Jewish faith, and I mean, he is what I call hardcore Jewish. So what does that mean, hardcore Jewish? Well, you can connect at LorraineCarroll.com and find out. In the meantime, he's dedicated to his faith and beliefs. So he might not read the Bible, but he may consider some outlets, and maybe some options that I provide from my experience. So rest is a big, chunky, thick word. But God, right, he hadn't even gotten to the seventh day. And he stopped and said, hey, it's time to rest. You can go back and look at it. It's right there in Genesis chapter 2. Take a look. Read it for yourself. So the seventh day is when he rested. Now, there are people that are historians that will teach you about calendars and systems of how we keep calendar systems, whether it be Europe versus America versus history. Yeah, yeah. But have you noticed that we have seven days in a week? And I always think of how cool it is that this one entrepreneur said, I don't care what you say. I'm closing business on a Sunday. And if I can't give up my Sunday for the Lord, hey, shame on me. Now, that's my translation of what 
this particular owner of a fast food chain across America does because people are sorely disappointed when they don't know his history and background as a Christian man. Yeah. So next time you want Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm, drive up on a Sunday and find out their values. And I have found out for me the value of rest, invaluable, because I end up getting so much more of what I need to be a good caregiver, a faithful caregiver, a loyal caregiver, a dedicated, committed, hey, I've got adjectives for my caregiving. What about you? If you're a spouse, if you're a parent, hey, if you're neither of those and you have a dog, it's caregiving. One of my friends put on Facebook, hey, friends, bear with me this year. I'm having a tough time without my doggie. You know, I had to have her euthanized. She was having some congestive heart failure, and this is my first Christmas without her. And, of course, my heart bled for her. She had her dog almost 12 years. So think about it. Everybody has different types of caregiving, so we don't compare care. So everybody, in a way, is a caregiver. Well, I don't have anybody in my life. Okay, grump pot, slow down. What about the people around you? What about the people on the freeway? Did you avoid honking today? Did you avoid getting upset? Because sometimes people don't honk like they used to because people nowadays, hey, you got to watch it when you honk at people. You never know what might come at you, right? So they just complain in their car and they... They curse and they fuss and they yell and they scream and they hit the steering wheel and have conniptions within. But at the end of the day, when you take some time to rest, I told you, there are benefits. Even in music, there's a rest. Did you know that? Well, if you're into music, you might know that. Yeah, if you play any instruments, there's a place to rest. In music, yes. Even in science, chemistry, you can Rest in chemistry? What are you talking about? I'm telling you these are facts. Even in optics. And yes, we're going hard with the science here. I had a very close friend that was a physics major back when we were in college. I learned so much about the everyday things around me that were so scientific, especially relating to physics that I had never considered. Just took life for granted. You know, you're young. You don't think about it. But because she was pursuing a dual degree, to obtain a master's in five years in physics, I began to listen to her theories so she could defend all her research. And I said, wow, look at this. This is something that I never considered. Optics? What is that? I mean, all of these things have to do with rest. Really? Yes. So there are benefits to getting some rest. But most of us want to be it all, do it all, have it all, think about it. That's what we regret about 2022. Well, I should have and I didn't and I could have, but I would have. And I could, well, I'm going to do it all in 2023. No, you're not. Except the fact that you might not even get to the end of 2023. Because why? You're in today. You don't even know if tomorrow is going to be given and gifted to you. Now, my source of life is God. God, the Lord, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, I need to make it really plain nowadays because everybody has a God. Remember that, Bible scholars, how you see the little G in the traditional Bibles, and there were gods and different gods, and they worship different gods. Well, that's happening right now. My Bible says nothing has changed. Jesus today, right? Um, yesterday, forevermore. He's the same. And the systems, in my opinion, 
of the world are the same. Why? Because Satan is still the ruler of this world. He still comes to blind the minds of the people. You can read it for yourself, 2 Corinthians. In the meantime, I have come to realize that in my faith, as a caregiver, I have got to get more rest. And I've got to be deliberate about it. Make it my business. Make it your business to sleep more. I can't. I don't have time. Yes, you can. Can denotes possibility. What are you going to do to rest more? You can get some support. That's how. Um, So many of us are too proud to ask for help. Get some support. Ask. Humble yourself. That's what the Bible says. Most of us are too proud. Oh, I got it. Oh, I'm good. Oh, no, thanks. I told my mom on Christmas Day with the family. I had all that family around me, and I was about to transfer back into my car. Hey, you need some help there? They were asking her because I was already out the door. They could only see her, and she said, Oh, no. No, no, you don't need help, lady. I always need help. Accept the help. Get refreshed. What does that mean? I'm ready to get some refreshment. Okay, so we've got some ideas, but there are more. You can actually calm yourself down. So many of us are in a what I call a frantic panic. And what does that mean? Frantic panic? That's the kind of thing that we do when we don't know what to do. We don't have a plan. We're in the moment, and there is a demand. Did you hear that? So when you don't have a plan, you don't feel prepared, but there is a demand, oftentimes we go into frantic panic mode. You don't have to do that. Calm down. You do that. You calm yourself down. Try it. Take a deep breath. Remember what I said about oxygen to the brain? Because if you don't, you won't get enough oxygen to the brain and you'll be hospitalized for various reasons, all kinds of reasons. The brain is fascinating, but it needs oxygen and the brain is our think tank. So you want to keep it rested. And one of the best ways to do that, open up those veins, get some exercise. Now, it would seem like exercise is the opposite of rest. But again, talk to your doctor. Your doctor's not going to look at you funny if you say, I'm going to get more rest. And one of the ways I'm going to try to do that is exercise more. And they're going to be in agreement with you. They're going to say, oh, that sounds great. Because they understand (laughs) the concept behind exercising and rest. So once you get your exercise, once you decide to become calm, hey, there's just one more thing you can do every day. Stop. Stop. Wait a minute. Did she say stop like stop sign stop? Yes. Many of the things that we do every day, we don't have to do. So just stop. We don't have to react. No. Stop. When you feel yourself getting worked up, stop. And then you can resort to the calm. Now, my place of calm, deep breaths and a quick prayer. That works for me. Another place of calm for me, read a scripture or recite a scripture. I challenged my cousin who's a deacon at his church. I said, do the deacon challenge. Go around and ask your deacon brothers how many of them have a favorite scripture and then tell them to recite it. And he laughed. I said, you know why you're laughing? Because they're all going to say, for God so loved the world. Well, that's my favorite scripture. I don't appreciate you insulting my favorite scripture. That's fine. I didn't insult it. But it's also the most renowned, most popular globally Do you have another one that you can rely on for your personal strength? That I do rely on that one for my personal. Okay, okay. Let's not get a little, you know, cranky. Let's just see the concept. Have a scripture for you to feel the relief of God that gives you comfort besides John 3.16. Because it's a form of meditation to memorize the scripture. My doctor taught me that when you memorize a thing, in that moment, you can't think of anything else. Isn't that amazing? 
that's the brain. We're in this worldly mentality of mindfulness. I said worldly. Yes, it's a secular concept. You can relate it to medicinal purposes, and that's fine. But for my Christian life, I meditate on the Word of God. It brings me the refreshment. It brings me the tranquility. And it helps me to be still. Hey, I can just do it the way the Lord said. Be still. That's the first thing he says. And then no. I break it up into three parts that I am God with the capital G for me. He's my primary sourcing for all of my needs, for all of my peace and my rest. He said, I will give you rest, but you got to get a little closer to him to get it. You know how little kids want something from you, but they're not within reach and their arms are a little short and you're holding it out. You're like, come over here. Come over here. I have it for you. Come over here so I can give it to you. And then they finally come running because they want it. See yourself like that little kid in 2023. Run to the Lord. He said, get over here quickly. If you get to me and get close to me, I can give you what you need. And one of those needs that we'll all have in 2023 is rest. Now, you can't get more rest, but you can get the rest you need for the day. So resolve to rest in 2023, make it your creative business and priority to get the rest that you need, whether it comes from rest in the Lord, rest in your mind, caring about what the Bible says more so that you can cast all of your cares, the burdens, the trials, the troubles, the anger, ooh, the frustration, wow, the things we normally suppress that make it a little more difficult to rest, yeah, Cast those things, meaning throw them away. Just get rid of them. Resolve to rest in 2023. You've been listening to 1 of 100 with Lorraine Carroll right here on KPRZ 1210 AM and on your favorite podcast. Oh, 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 la, 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 la. I won't let the stresses of the world define me. 